This is the Andy Everett Show on Ticket 760. I'm Pat Evans along with uh, Jay Riley. A lot of things going on in the sports world now. Uh, UTSA baseball, a an up an update. Uh, it is now 8-0 UT Arlington in the top of the fourth. Uh, we will have more uh, if we feel like it, if we can. Because, you know, sometimes it might get just a little bit too painful. <laughs> this is starting to hurt, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. let's uh, let's move along and uh, talk about other things. Yeah, we have on the phone right now the head coach of the San Antonio Gunslingers. The season is just around the corner. I think starts early April. Head coach Tom Manas of the San Antonio Gunslingers. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, it's great to have you. How exciting. I mean, let's start off with your background, Coach. I mean, you got a couple of championships with the Albany Empire. And uh, basically, you have shown everyone you know how to build an arena football team. And you're doing it right here in San Antonio for the Gunslingers. Well, you know, the idea was when uh, Don Rackler called me up, you know, he he doesn't want to rebuild. He doesn't want to... <laughs> take his time about this he wants to win now and uh if the good lord sees fit this would be my 13th this year championship oh, so wow. uh, i i can i gotta kind of figure it out um <laughs> but i'm smart enough to know that i surround myself with really great people really great players and uh, uh they do a lot of the heavy lifting trust me i i just uh i get a lot of the accolades but uh if it wasn't for them that none of that would happen so Excited about this year and the group of young men we brought in. I think we have the best roster in the country. A lot of the veterans have followed me here, so uh, it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a show for sure. Well, uh, for the people listening, they they have a Facebook page, San Antonio Gunslingers. I follow it. I've been keeping up, and for a while there, it was like two or three times a week. You they they were posting up there that you had added this player and added that player. Uh, coach, what what do you what does it take to get these guys to come to San Antonio? Because not a lot of them are from San Antonio or the area. What what do you have to do to get them to come here? Yeah, I think we only have one or two kids that are in the you know Austin area, Austin Houston area, but everybody else has come from all over the United States. Um, the one thing that I've always tried or strive to do is I we're a character-based team. And so it's leadership run by veterans. Um, we, we do the due diligence. We just happen to get, we recruit, I recruit, I'm the general manager also, I recruit the players. So I recruit great character guys that, oh, by the way, just happen to be good at football. <laughs> they can the play the game, around. right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And when you do that, it, it makes your, you know, when it's the fourth quarter, two minutes left and you're down by 21, you still know you're going to win. Um, and those are the guys that we've surrounded ourselves with. A lot of these players are the, I call them huggers that I brought in. These are guys that have beaten championships. 
And after the game, they come over and give you a hug and say, get me out of here. <laughs> Those guys. Yeah. <laughs> the so, huggers. I got to remember that one. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm looking forward to finally having them on our side because they're great football players. They're tremendous football players. And, uh, you know, we want the fans of San Antonio to have a product um, that is not just great this year, but it's going to be sustainable and great for years to come. You mentioned, uh, if I could real quick, you mentioned how to get a hold of us at San Antonio gunslingers.com and I do a little thing a contest where we give away the coaches tickets and these are primos wow. uh, these are four primo seats and they can go online get on their website and uh, and uh, put in their their uh, bid for them and see if they can win them because they're special seats uh, so. coach this is Pat Evans uh, and I got a question for you just because uh, as you were talking about the players that you get where are you getting these players from to come to um, San Antonio. I mean, not well, not location wise, but as far as their football background, where where are they coming from? Well, you know, one of the things is that I don't have a off season, so <laughs> I do all my heavy lifting in September, October. Um, when the season ends, I, I build my relationship if I don't already have them with players. And it may be as simple as, and this is genuine, guys. It's not phony. I call them up and see how they're doing, even if they weren't on my team. And uh, as a Christian, I, I believe that's important for these young men to know that not just their inner circle cares, but other people care. So I, I go out of my way to make sure I build relationships with guys that I want to build relationships with. And, um, and then I probably have the easiest job in the world in recruiting because, you know, I do have the championship backgrounds. I do have great coaches. I have the best owner in the country. Um, it, it makes for recruiting gets a little easier every year, but more importantly, these kids want to play with each other. So I would say half of my team right now has played against each other, but haven't played with each other. And then I also brought in my Albany connections, and I've got my quarterback, who's the number one quarterback in the country. I got my offensive line is all from Albany. Uh, one rings, two rings with all of those guys, so they understand how I coach and they understand how to lead. Um, so yeah, it's exciting, Pat. It really is. It's it's uh, it's not as hard as you might think it is um, to convince guys to come here. Well, uh, you hit the nail on the head with your background, your coach's background. And the ownership here in San Antonio, Don Rackler and his team, James Steubing and, and all them, they're committed to winning. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they've got a yes, winning sir. company in John Wayne Service Company. Uh, obviously, they play to win, and they have brought in the best guys to do this. And, Coach, another step that the, the listeners need to know is you guys have upgraded the league. You're going into the IFL for the first season this year. Explain the difference right. between the two uh, different leagues. Well, yeah, the IFL and the A, well, we were in the NAL, but just basically arena football. So we'll say arena football versus indoor football. Um, arena football is primarily passing based. Okay. That's where you have the 300 pound fullback and, you know, you, uh, you, you, for protection and you have the quarterback that can throw the ball over the field and you got really special wide receivers and they also play Ironman football. Um, so winning two championships back to back in 21 and 22 was challenging with that. But and I'd be honest with you, if, if Antonio Brown would have stayed out of it, we'd have won in 23 too. So, <laughs> Uh, but, but anyway, uh, the long and short of it is, is that we, 
the the difference is it's primarily a passing game. It's probably 85%, 90% passing versus run. Um, we changed that in Albany, and we probably went 60-40, and I think that's where we had our success. Coming into the IFL is more like the outdoor game. Um, you have two high-motion guys. You have uh, a lot of moving parts, a lot of strategy based on the run game, a lot of read zones, a lot of quarterback read zone options, lots of RPOs. Um, you really don't know what's going to happen in the IFL because of the concept of it's so so much more open. So I think that's the glaring one. The other ones, the small nuances are, you know, we don't have the nets in the indoor football league that you can kick off of. We just have the goal posts, you know, you can kick through it and get a deuce or you get your extra point. We're in arena football. You know, you could kick the ball off the net, ball bounces off the net. You can recover it and score a touchdown. You can do a bunch of different things. Ironically enough, um, years ago when I was coaching in Tampa, uh, we were down 17 points with like 40 seconds left, and we ended up winning the game because of those darn nets. We just <laughs> kicked the ball off the nets and scored touchdowns. That's so, crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, there's there's fun stuff with it, and uh, I think the the biggest thing is that my team is looking forward to um, is they only have to play one side of the ball, and they can be the experts they are at at their craft. So wide receiver now doesn't have to go play DB. Right. I don't know how that equates to good football anymore. I think that time has passed. I think that's an antiquated rule, um, and I think that we've all specialized at what we do uh, at our craft. And I'm anxious to see the guys we have. We've, we've got three receivers that – Pulled the plug on the UFL and said, nope, coming to San Antonio to win a ring. So we're going to have an Air Force for sure here. (laughs) Well, I have been watching the the names and recognized many of them uh, coming into the San Antonio Gunslingers coach. And uh, it's an exciting brand of football. Obviously, the NAL, we like to describe it as playing football in a phone booth. Um, and, and there was some big hits and I mean, it's a lot of fun. And what, another thing I love about what the Racklers and and their team have done is they've made the pricing where it's family friendly. Mm -hmm. Uh, you're not going to be paying 70 bucks a ticket and stuff like that to get in there. And, and you can really take the family out for a good time. We went one step further. I mean, this will tell you, I always say, if you can do this, you know, you're not hurting for money. Right. We did we did subscription service this year, which means you can get season tickets for nine bucks a month, just like wow. you do your Netflix. Wow. I mean, you can buy season tickets for nine dollars a month over the course of the year. And then once you buy your ticket, you're locked in forever at your price. So whether we win three championships in a row and we want to charge one hundred and fifty a ticket, we couldn't. <laughs> because what, what, we're, what we're trying to do is we're trying to build sustainability and affordable family entertainment. Okay, and and that's the striving goal. Now I say all that, uh, you know, the investment that Don and James have made into this franchise, we're putting a brand new field down at Freeman Coliseum. We just ordered it; it'll be there for the first home game April sixth. We're building our own football complex, which nobody in indoor football has, and it's on. It's a gigantic property on over ten acres where we have our own outdoor indoor football field in addition to all of our facilities, ticket offices, merchandising, locker rooms, coaches' offices, everything you can ask for. So I I asked the fans of San Antonio, we're doing all this. Step up, buy a ticket, come to a game, you'll fall in love, and we'll be here a long, long time. 
It is pretty fun. I got to tell you that. It's pretty fun. (laughs) Hey, Coach, uh, you know, Texas Sports Productions, we do the production over there for you guys. Um, Sure. And, you know, you can watch it um, when they go on the road. We we certainly think that... Uh, you, you go on their YouTube page or the the IFL YouTube page and and watch the games. But when they're home, you got to get your fanny in there and, and watch this. We've had a ton of fun watching you guys play, and it's even going to be more fun now. The the upgrade in the players, the upgrade in the league, the upgrade in 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 the it's not just throwing it all over the field. There is a game plan right. <laughs> in place. Uh, I just think oh, yeah. everything is Very set up so. for you for you guys to be hugely successful, and it's great to hear. You're going to make Jeff Trailer over at UTSA uh, jealous if you keep building, you know, your, your own practice <laughs> fields and stuff like that. Jeff would love well, to have yeah. that kind of support. Well, yeah. see, but here's the thing. I got a better owner than Jeff has. <laughs> <laughs> great job, Coach. So, season starts uh, April 6th. Uh, here, yeah, April first, April first, San, San Diego. We're on the road, but you can catch us on YouTube. We'll okay. be on the road, and then April sixth, we're home. Yes, okay. Sir. Against the Northern Arizona Wranglers. Okay. You, you also do a show, Coach. What's the show on Facebook? Uh, the show's everywhere. Uh, actually, it just got ranked the number one coaches show in the United States Sweet. for indoor football. It's called Branded. It's on Wednesdays, uh, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Um, we're going to be doing it from the rodeo next Wednesday. We we hope people come out to our booth and watch us do the show. Um, yeah, we're, we're getting great response from that. It's been syndicated already, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the normal, I guess, channels like that. I don't know anything about that, but um, it, it, it's a lot of fun. And um, we love the, the fans to call in with questions or, or type in with questions. And and uh, I, I'm pretty blunt. I'm too old to care anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just, I'll just say it, you know. Well, Coach, we appreciate you taking the time to come on with us today. April 1st, you can catch it uh, on, on the YouTube channel while they're on the road. But April 6th, have your fanny in the Freeman Coliseum. Coach, we appreciate it. Best of luck to you. Look forward to seeing you out there at the games. Thank you, Coach. Uh, Ticket sports time is 5.15. Some pico de gallo. (laughs) Hey, this music doesn't suck. No. This is pretty good. Yeah, every time. Sorry, this is the Andy Everett show. Andy Everett's (laughs) not here. Uh, we're playing Can what we tell? want. <laughs> we, we're playing what we want to play. Uh, I'm Pat Evans. That's Jay Riley, and uh, you know the the um, song that Santana had called uh, "No One to Depend On," which was uh, two records after that one. Okay, and and in the beginning, I always thought he was saying "Some Pico de Gallo." <laughs> So every time, because that made sense, yeah, right? Every time I hear, I always, I whether it's no one to depend on, or no tengo nadie, uh, or 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 even she's not there, which was you know five years later, I go, hmm, some pico de gallo. <laughs> so anyway, okay, oh. ticket sports times five twenty one. Uh, we're gonna go back and talk about golf at Riviera, but specifically uh, the big news of the day, uh, Tiger Woods. Um, bowing out of of the tournament uh, after playing uh, six holes looks like it was his back. 
Uh, it's been, we, we've heard illness. We've, we've heard, heard back. Illness, we're not sure. Illness. Yet. I'm not sure what uh, illness. Uh, I would think stomach flu, uh, something along those lines. Allergies. You know. I mean, the, the wind's really not blowing. It's blown a little bit there. Pacific Palisades. It's coming in off of the uh, off of the ocean. The ocean's probably three miles away. Um, those little those little breezes keep it keeps the golf course soft. Um, and and gettable when the wind's not blowing when because the, there's two directions that the wind blows the wind the wind will come off the coast and and then it's gentle when it's coming down toward the coast that's the Santa Anas and that's when it's it's a little like, gusty it's gusty <laughs> and it's and it's also probably ten to fifteen degrees warmer um, but all those hard holes um, sixty uh, si- seventeen and eighteen. Uh, 17 is, uh, 612 yard par five. Um, that's a little bit downwind. It's not much of a wind, but it's also a different kind of grass that's there. It's, it's, we used to call it elephant grass, uh, but it's Kakuya. And, and if you're not careful, particularly on 18, if you hit a shot up on the left hand side, uh, of, of the fairway, uh, and you, and you landed in the Kakuya, It'll it'll hit and it'll bop, pop straight up and won't go anywhere. I hate it when I hit it in the uh, Kikuya. It, it just it just hits and hits soft. You know the Kikuya. It's all yeah. It's <laughs> I hate it when that. I hate it when that happens. Uh, the Kikuya is uh, all of the root system is above ground, and so there's nothing. You know it, it's like. If it's rough, if it's three inch rough, I mean it's like saw, and then there's nothing underneath it uh, to, oh, to okay. get to the ground. So I mean, when it hits, it like it lands on a pillow and it pops straight up in the air and, and settles right down. And you're lucky if you can find, find it. it. <laughs> you know, and, and much that, less hit it. Well, and you have to the way the hole plays. You have to, hey. I, it's it's my favorite golf course in the whole wide world. <laughs> you could go uh, on and on, yes, uh, and have, but trust <laughs> me, um, it you have to go up the left side of the fairway because the the fairway tilts left to right, and then you've got eucalyptus trees, or as we said in the old days, eucalyptus trees, eucalyptus trees uh, <laughs> down down the right hand side, and trust me, I've seen them plenty of times. You know, but anyway. Well, back to Tiger and what is probably ailing him after seeing the shank yesterday that everybody's made so famous. Yeah. And um, he attributes that shank to his back locking yeah. up on him. That was on uh, 18, right? I believe so. He yeah. said it, it just, I, I couldn't get through it. Got, it got the hosel first and, and, and he shanked it. So based on that information from that shot yesterday, I would I would lean towards... Back spasms, back locking up on him. Well, and and the hardest part about any kind of back issue is when the weather is a little wet and a, and little, a little cool and a little cool, and which it definitely is because they're all in sweaters and yeah. vest and um, stuff. Yeah, so you know Patrick Cantlay is is the leader at the moment, eleven under. Uh, Jason Day's at eight. Um, and Day's in the house, so is Luke List, Mackenzie Hughes, and Xander Shoffley. Yeah. They're all in the house. Cantlay's still, he, he's on 15 right now. And uh, and um, he's playing with uh, Jordan, uh, Spieth, too. Spieth. Um, and and Jordan was at, at minus five, five, I think. Five is what he yeah. was. Yeah. So, and, and, of course, uh, the they take the top 50 players.
plus ties, uh, ties and anybody within 10. So if you're at uh, uh, one under, uh, you're still in the tournament after the cut. Well, it's- they're saying right now the current cut would be at plus one. Uh, Justin Thomas, one of the better players in the world right now, yeah. he's sitting about, I think he's four over right yeah, now. He's, he's, had he's a, very much in danger of not making the cut. Well, one of those, you know, he was he was one of the best. I mean, I know that he can return to it. He's had a rough, uh, uh, a rough um, probably last year. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure. Not sure why. I don't think he's hurt or anything like no. that. But, you know, those are yeah, guys. Sometimes we don't know that they maybe his wife had a kid. And, yeah. And we don't know that. And he's spending more time at home than on the practice tee. And uh, I know Spieth went through that. Yeah. Uh, he did have, I think, a, a ankle or something injury. Yeah. Uh, but he also, I believe, had a child and took him away a little bit. And he wasn't playing as well for a couple of years. Well, and Will Zalatoris is back on the tour. Um, Will had to pull out last year because he had back issues and I think he had back surgery. Golf uh, is of made some kind to man. mess up your back. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I I've been playing since I was seven. Yeah. Uh I haven't played much in the last ten years and certainly the last year I hadn't played at all. Yeah. Um actually it's more like twenty years I haven't played much. But um after a round of golf and you wake up the next oh, morning man. and you, you go to roll out of bed and you go Ugh! Well, the best the best thing I in mean, the world. I mean, when I shank it coming out of the bed. <laughs> First off, let me just say this: you might be the bravest human being that I know because you have said that dreaded S word uh, four times in the last <laughs> five minutes. I don't play anymore, and, so. that, and that is a word that I do not say. Um, Shankopotamus. Oh, ne- I might say that. That, <laughs> that you know, but that is only if I'm talking about a punter. <laughs> <laughs> or something along those lines, or or asking for the plunder, please to you know do that uh, to the right hand sideline. Thank you. Um, I don't say that word. That is not a word that is in my vocabulary. I, I have once in my golfing career got a, a bad case of the the, the those, shake of those thingies, those, those thingies that you won't say, um, and it is the most frustrating thing ever. Oh. I was playing in a tournament, hit a few shots. You know, lined up to to hit into the green and just straight right, boom, shank. Yeah, and then the next hole, shank. Next hole, shank. And I'm like, yeah. I, I, at the time, I'm about a seven or eight handicap. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm You're 17, 18 good. years old, 16 years old. Yeah, and I I, I couldn't figure it out. Yep. and uh, got on the practice tee with my dad dad that evening. My dad silky smooth swing. Um, and, and fixed it yeah. and went back out the next day and played much better. And that's really the only time yeah. I, I've had the, 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 the Shankopotamuses. Well, just know that you haven't lived until you have what I have, which is the yips, the which yips. is the worst. I mean, uh, foot you, and a half putt, you can't yeah. put it in. Huh? Well, and, and I just saw, uh, I just saw a guy on TV. He was, he was chipping, uh, cross-handed. You know, oh. which they have told me, well, you should try that. I mean, I'll try almost anything. <laughs> you know, try, try this other, try this new club because it, it says for sure. And it's like, no, I can't be caught dead with that club. I mean, people will make fun of me and all that. And then it's like, well, would you rather get in the hole? Yeah. What, is it score yeah. or yeah. ego? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, both. <laughs> okay. So we'll uh, talk about uh, the NBA All-Star Weekend. It's coming up. Uh, beginning tonight and uh, uh, the uh, UTSA baseball score is uh, UT Arlington 10.
uh, UTSA won, and that is in the is, top of the fifth. Is this a series? Or are they going to play them? Yeah, uh, yeah uh, they're three playing games? A, a three games. Three games. So, so this let is, them get it out of their hey, system. We'll take the next it's two. Ha- it's happened. It's happened before. Uh, I can tell you another story about that, and we'll do that a little bit later on. Uh, Ticket Sports Time, 529. Not quite enough cowbell, but, you know, it's not the cowbell song. <laughs> It'll do. This is the Andy Average Show. I am Pat Evans along with Jay Riley. Uh, and I'm burning for you, just like that. Yeah, they, I didn't know you cared. Every, every <laughs> single one of these songs has a radio memory that is, like, burnt. You know, burning for you. Burnt right into the brain. <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I can be driving along and I'll hear a song on a radio and go, oh yeah, 1978. Yeah, I remember that. That blows me away that you, I mean, it, it was your business. It's what yeah. you did for yeah. for the vast majority of your career, but yeah, think I, I'll just stay here and drink by Merle Haggard. I yeah. have no clue what year that came out. 1970, well, 1979, 1980. Uh, see, yeah, I don't right know. in there. Um, it's just a great song. And I can almost get you. I can almost get you the month too. <laughs> see, I, I, yeah. Okay, that's probably October of 1980. Probably I'll, for Merle Haggard. I'll give you that. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. It's probably wrong, but you know, <laughs> I, it's country. It's country. What can I tell you? Well, I was about to use Google, but I don't well, need Google. My wife knows everything. Oh, and she says you're pretty close. Oh, okay. Well, I you know, I I didn't have access to the chart toppers at the time, um, but you know that was that was one of the new ones that we were playing. I remember that. Um, anyway, let us move along. Uh, NBA All Star Weekend is this weekend, Saturday night at the All Star Game, which is always a whole bunch of fun. The slam dunk contest will feature uh, Mac McClug as he tries to defend his title. The question that I have is, yeah. Jay, when was the last time you watched the slam dunk contest? And and do it, you know, other than jumping, I remember Blake Griffin jumping over a car. That's about it. That's the last one I think I that saw. That would probably, uh, and that was I, I do remember seeing that, but I don't know if that was a highlight on ESPN. I, I, I have quit watching the NBA. Yes. Um, and All-Star Weekend has become an absolute nothing burger for me because there's no defense played at all. Yeah. Uh, they, they score, what, 160 points a, a piece now? And it, it, it just, I want, I the wonder NBA what's gonna, doesn't interest me. I do wonder what's going to happen this year because they're allegedly going back, they're going back east, east versus west uh, as opposed to, you know, uh, LeBron's team and, and whoever's team and Giannis's team. So I, 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 that part's going to be interesting. I wonder if they're going to, you know, play defense, although they don't play defense, uh, in, in the NBA anyway. Um, I, I recall seeing, and maybe it was just a joke that, um, uh, the, the veterans of the all-star game back in 99, Got upset at Tim Duncan because he had the nerve to, <laughs> to play defense. To play a little D? Yeah. You know, I mean, I, yeah, the, for the first three and a half quarters, n- nobody does anything. And then it's like, okay, now we're going to win. You know, so when Magic Johnson was there and Michael Jordan was there, it was like, now we're now we're going to go at each other. Oh, they, they 
that competitive spirit was there. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just not there. No. By the way, October 1980. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I'm here all the time. <laughs> all the time. Wow. So October that's 1980, good. and you that's not that on the head. Well, you know, I have. I, there's a couple of extenuating things that that you know I can tie it to, and I just wasn't sure if that was actually what I was tying it to. See, I stayed there and drank yeah. and destroyed those brain cells. So I was <laughs> never going to remember that. So and, uh, uh, well, I, well done. But well, the All Star Game just. Doesn't do anything for it. The, the NBA, the officiating of the NBA, the politics of the NBA, the, the fact that they're in, they're, they're doing politics, not right. one way or the other. I don't, I'm not saying that is that they're involved in it. Uh, and then, you know, there, there's no one compelling. There's not a magic. There's not a Michael Jordan. Uh, I, I know everybody wants to say LeBron James is that, but I, I don't agree with that. So I have lost complete interest. Once the Spurs went south right. and purposely, in my opinion, lost last year, changed yes. it last yes. year, yeah. and then preseason pop says this year's about winning. Well, you've done that 11 times. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, don't tell me it's about winning. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't go on a tank fest again for the rest of the year so they have a, a, a shot at getting the number one pick again. But the NBA, there's no one compelling. There's no com- there's no one to really wrap my arms around and say, I want to watch the NBA because of Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. Um, uh, on that, Michael Jordan's gone. The days of Larry Bird and, yep. and Magic Johnson are gone. And there's no one. Shaquille O'Neal was fun to watch. Yes. He was just... And the way it's officiated drives me nuts because I grew up in the eighties and nineties watching the NBA where they beat the crap out of each other. Well, and 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 I will I will agree with you on a certain level, and I will also say that that the, the officiating is because the rules have changed, and the rules have changed. So that, you know they went they the NBA went from scoring a hundred points a game, hundred hundred and one. Um, to suddenly scoring 130 um, because because defense was left because they wanted to accentuate uh, the offensive game, which I mean, these players are are offensively minded. They are very good at what they do. Absolutely. They shoot the ball. One, you know, Clay Thompson, who's had a, a had a very difficult uh, stretch of games here for the last three or four months, as the Golden State Warriors have. He was benched. He came off the bench last night, scored thirty five points because. This is a guy who gone. Who went he's through, got some pride. Uh, maybe. He decided to step up and start playing harder. Well, I, I, you know, I think that the way the game was coming to him at the time, and you know, shooters got to shoot. And if if all of a sudden, you know, just because you missed ten in a row, doesn't mean you can't shoot anymore. It, it brings you closer to making the next one. Yes, because odds are yeah. you're not going to miss twenty in a row. It, 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 it should be that way. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and, I and, don't and, know. And the players complaining about the fouls when well, and, and you know, two seconds ago they didn't call the travel. Oh well, which is the worst thing in basketball. I mean, James yes. Harden travels every time he shoots a three. Yes. Yeah, um, and I've seen and LeBron tries, James and, take four or five steps going down the lane and nothing called. But then someone lays a hand on him or, or even acts like they hit and, and LeBron James falls on the floor, flops like a fish. Yeah. And it's like, why? how did you not call that? Well, you just you just well, got the non-call down there when you took 18 steps. Yeah. 
Um, you know, traveling, that's frequent flyer miles right there, buddy. Well, and I also think that, too, that, that, that part, of the, part of the issue is the fact that, that you know, when it, there, it's so much isolation, it's so much individual, who's going to be the hero for this, you know, five-minute segment, which, yeah, I, I think that's one of the things that the Spurs suffer from right now, is there, there isn't the continuity one -on -one. that there was with, you know, when you watched... Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili and and uh, Boris Diaw and Tim. and Timmy and all those and those guys play together in, in two and with Kawhi in 2014. Uh, um, it was it was truly beautiful. They to had watch plays them. fast breaks where the ball never touched the floor, never because pass it, and it's not because of LeBron James style of traveling right it's because they passed the ball so well and well, boom 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 they they had six passes on that fast break and it, the ball never touched the floor that's beautiful basketball yeah. that's team basketball and the Golden State Warriors won several titles yes. doing because that because Steve Kerr yes. learned from Pop and from yeah. um what's his nuts at um Chicago tall guy oh, uh, Phil, Phil Jackson Phil Jackson, Phil yeah. Jackson to play team ball yeah I, and I think that that's what's missing mostly in the NBA at the moment. And, horribly. And the, one of the one of the great things about watching the Spurs, although you know the last few years have been a little tough, um, the, the Spurs still actually believe in it. And I think that's one of the things that has most of us in San Antonio shocked. Is you know we know what it's supposed to look like. That's not what it's supposed to look like. And Pop's still coaching them. Well, so it's not the coaching that they're no. getting. Yeah, are they telling Pop? I get what you're trying to tell us, but we're just not going to do it. Well, you know, there was a, and we can get into Spurs complaining all we want, but I would rather not do that. Just because you know, I have a feeling. I I feel in my heart that they're going to make this little little turn. I mean, I I gave up my lifelong citizenship to Lakerville uh, <laughs> in in '96. Um. Uh, be, when I moved here, and and uh, this was my selling point to my son, you know, hey, we're going where, you know, the San Antonio Spurs play there. Come on, and we've been big fans uh, ever since. And it, it, you know, Victor is a sight to behold, uh, and oh. I, I'm hoping that that. But how it, can they be worse this year than last year? Um, a lot the same team. Add Wimby. Every, and you've got 11 wins. It, it seems to me that they are great for three quarters. And there's always that one quarter where if you, you know, if you blink, they're down to 12, and then they cannot get back into the game. Um, we can talk more about it if you want. Right. We can. Well, if you and want to hear me we're, piss we're, and moan about it, let's we're, go. We're up. We're upside of a break, so we got to go here. I'm uh, in. Ticket Sports Time, 546. Oh, yeah. Big old jet airliner. Um, <laughs> this is the Andy Everett Show. Ticket Sports. Ticket 760. And I'm Pat Evans. That's uh, Jay Riley. Uh, worked at a station in uh, Denver, Colorado when uh, Jet Airliner was out. Uh, our, our station was called Kicks 96. 
Um, uh, it was KXKX, which we should have just, you know, called it 96X or whatever. But, uh, the line in the song in the 45 version, they, they cut out the bad word that Steve Miller says, and they don't want to be part of those funky kicks going down the city. And I said, we can't play it that way. Uh, we are kicks. Come on. Don't want to be part of what we're, oh, no one's going to know that. Oh, man, that was really frustrating. <laughs> really, really. Catering to the lowest common denominator. Yes, okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, UTSA uh, baseball, our score here in the bottom of the sixth. Ooh, uh, 10 for Arlington, 5 for the Roadrunners. They're making a comeback. They made a ch- pitching change. Bats are starting um, to warm the up. Bats are starting to warm up. They got six hits, two errors. Uh, two left on base, yeah, uh, but five runs, and they have one run already this inning. So, with one down in the bottom of the sixth, ten uh, five is the score. Uh, that's our update. Uh, the uh, freshman lasted until the fourth inning. I think he he got out of the fourth. I I can't quite get to it, um, uh, but. Uh, you know, it was a, welcome to college baseball. Have a nice day, which is really hard. Um, I know that uh, when my son debuted in 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 college baseball, the first guy he faced was a guy throwing ninety five, <laughs> uh, ninety five on the black, ninety five on the black, and he filed away a ninety five mile an hour fastball. So he's like, "All right, I'm making I'm making contact. I'm, 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 I'm almost there." And then the guy threw him a 12-6 curveball that fell off the table. And uh, swing and a miss, strike three, you're done. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, pitchers and catchers uh, reporting uh, in Florida... Uh, all over Florida, the Astros, the uh, the Rangers, uh, the Rangers are doing their best to uh, put some things together to see if they can't repeat, uh, which will be very nice for uh, Ranger fans. Um, you know, Vegas has them at like the sixth best odds. Yeah, to win. It, has there been anything dramatically different uh, for no. the Rangers or someone like? Uh, the Dodgers are uh, the, the most well, likely. Well, but that's Otani oh, got. No. Yeah, that's everything that's that's up there on you know Trevor Bauer, who's the, the the bad guy who was in so much trouble over stuff. He has volunteered to basically sign for the the league minimum and 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 show up anywhere and throw how many ever innings you want. He'll be there. Yeah, poor guy's going to have to probably what what is the league minimum now? Six uh, or yeah. two mil? Yeah, that's four all. mil. Yeah, he, he's going to have to figure like out a way to live on that. Um, anyway. Uh, we can talk more baseball when we come back uh, after the top of the hour, okay? Sounds good. Sounds good. Take a sports time, 555. Goodbye to all. 